Welcome to today's podcast episode, aka Word on the Street. And this is where I get to ask strangers one question in hopes to get some awesome responses. I am your host, Karina, and stick around for this fun segment. So today's question is, what is your assumption of Utah, as in the state of Utah? And... (laughs) Oh my, did I get some interesting responses. And I honestly expected maybe 10 or so questions, but get this. I got close to 700 responses. What? <laughs> That's freaking insane. I I was mind blown. It was crazy to me. So <laughs> with that, I've decided to break this episode in two parts. For your entertainment as well as so I can dive into every single one of those responses and really dissect it and really try to figure out why some of those folks might have answered this, you know, what they answered. So it should be a fun, entertaining, a little disclaimer. It's going to be lighthearted. I'm not making fun of Utah. I live here. I love Utah. I've lived here pretty much almost my whole life right now. And I just really was genuinely curious to see what outsiders, so this is people that do not live in Utah right now, they're from all over the country, and I just thought it'd be fun to see, you know, when they heard of the state, Utah, what came to mind. Okay, so we are going to start with the top response, and I shouldn't be surprised by this one, but you guessed it. When asked what came to mind when I mentioned Utah, about 80% of the people responded with either Mormon, LDS, or the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And here's some history for you to go with this response. I searched online because I really wanted to get my percentage kind of right. And according to the internet, it says that, oh wow, Okay, about 62.8% of people living in Utah are Mormon. That was in 2016, you guys. But then, oh, okay, so this report was in 2018. Wow, okay. So in 2018, it's saying that Utah is home to more than 2 million Mormons, or about one-third of the total number of Mormons in the United States. Okay, so I guess I can see why Utah is Mormon and Utah kind of have those two things tied together. I wanted to give you a little bit more history on that and just, you know, why, when did this happen? So it looks like around 1896 was when Utah was granted um, statehood. Back then, the church had more than, let's see, 250,000 members, and most of them were living in Utah. So I can see that. It seems like a lot of those people, pioneers, have migrated to Utah. And to this day, we still, I feel like a lot of the people that are of the Latter-day Saint. I want to make sure I'm saying this right. I am so sorry, you guys. I think it's the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I think that's the main thing that they go by right now at this moment. Correct me if I'm wrong later on. Anyways, and that's the top response that I got right away. A lot of people said that that's kind of the thing that they get into their mind. And to be honest with you, 
I feel like that's better than getting Utah compared with like crimes or violence or crazy things that might have happened in, in the society. So I, I mean, I'm okay with this. I'm okay with being the Mormons. But yeah, so for number two, kind of going along with that, it is... <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people talked about this too so they talked a lot about our strict liquor laws and for those of you that do not live in utah so basically the we have so you can't just walk into a grocery store and get wine or certain drinks certain alcohol the only thing that are sold in the grocery stores are beer and the alcohol percentage on that it's about 3.2 percent and i was trying to research this online because someone had mentioned to me that that was going up that it was changing so if you know that information let me know i can add it to my two part and you know a little bit more in depth but when i was kind of researching i got some really mixed messages i didn't really get straight to the point of it but basically what they say is that let me take a look and see what the response was on here Okay, yeah, so packaged liquor, wine, and heavy beer to go are sold at state liquor stores throughout Utah. So yeah, so basically that's what you're looking when you're trying to buy certain alcohols. That's what's going to be at the liquor stores. And we kind of do have them everywhere. They are closed on Sundays. There's also this thing about not being able to buy alcohol on Sundays. But technically you can buy beer because if you go to your grocery store and if it's open on a Sunday... You can buy your beer, right? So I think that people get a little upset because they think, oh, if I go to Utah on a Sunday, I can't get any type of alcohol. But you can go to a bar still. You can still go to restaurants that do serve alcohol. So I think the main thing is just if you wanted to buy certain specific liquors for your home, you can't buy them on Sunday. So I can see that. I can see that as being a bummer, especially... When, for example, my sister lives in Vegas and or when we go visit California, they we walk into a grocery store and it's just available for us. So I completely understand where an outsider looking in, they might think that it's a little weird. Personally, for me and my family, we kind of gotten used to it. And I don't know. I'm used to it. Okay, so that was number two. And then for number three, the one thing that a lot of people associated Utah with was nature and the rocky mountains and the beautiful beautiful hikes and uh, national parks that we have here i could not agree with it more that to me should be a number one thing that utah is known for because i go to visit other states and they don't have as many mountains as we do and they're not a lot of hikes so i love going out of state and then come back coming back to utah because that's when i realized dang we got a good we got some good hikes here we have some cool lakes we have a lot of lakes actually lots of outdoor recreational areas so you know you can do mountain mountain biking you can do climbing you can do a lot of skiing in this winter because you know we are known for the greatest snow on earth and i can agree with that because ooh, we get lots of powder here we get lots of white powder especially we're still okay this month and i hope that it stays like this for a little bit but it's coming i know winter's coming soon and i'm not looking forward to that stuff but we are known for that as well. So I was excited to see a lot of people responding to saying, yes, you know, I can picture, you know, lots of nature, mountains, and lots of green when I think of Utah. So that made me really happy because it is true. This next one, I could not agree with them more either because I'm a little obsessed. I don't know if you are too, but 
my fellow fry sauce lovers. Hey, if you've listened to my old episodes, then you know that I've asked every single one of my guests, where do they find the best fry sauce in Utah? And they've all have answered me with different questions, different um, restaurants. And I've been lucky to check them out and been tasting out the best fry sauce. And I'm still on that mission, you guys. If you think that you have had the best fry sauce ever in Utah, Hit me up and let me know because I want to test out and see if that is correct and if that is true. Again, that was the fourth most common response. Everyone kind of associated Utah with fry sauce. And for those of you that are not from Utah, and I think I've mentioned this in a couple of episodes back, but basically the fry sauce is a mixture of ketchup and mayonnaise. And it might sound kind of gross to you, but I promise you, if you mix those two things together and then you dip your fries in that, boom, explosion in my mouth. I love it. Ha! I want some fries all so bad right now, you guys. For number five, this was one that a lot of people responded to the same thing. And they said that that's where all of online money goes to. And I can see that because here in Utah, we're known for being hustlers. We know for having lots of online boutiques. We're known for having a lot of MLMs too, because that was one of the the answers too. MLMs, MLMs, we see them everywhere. And I have mixed feelings about that. Like I'm, I'm going to be honest with you because I'm, I don't know. I feel like those people just lose a lot of money if they get into that business. But if you're a friend of mine and you have an MLM business, I'm not going to hate on you. You do your hustle. You work for your dreams and your goals, whatever it is. If that's, you know, to have an MLM business, then you do you. I'm not going to disagree with you. Personally, it's just not for me. But there are a lot of them in Utah, especially <clears throat> Provo. Um, that going back to the boutique question, because when some of the people said, oh, yeah, I shop online. And I kept thinking to myself, please tell me because I want to know which one of these boutiques are. To me, when I think of online boutiques that are from Utah, the first one that comes to mind is Jane.com. And I've shopped there. I have loved Jane for a very long time. So I agree with them on that one. They have the cutest things. The next one that I also agree with, it's called Sense of Style. Also, a women-driven business. Courtney is awesome, and I've been to their warehouse a few times. They're known for the cool, colorful wall in Bluffdale, Utah. I don't know if you guys have been seeing those Instagram photos online where they're different colors, and some of the influencers go out there and get those shots, and that's where they're from. So they're from Sense of Style, and it's in Bluffdale. And I think I'll put the address in the show notes so that way... If you've been trying to find some colorful walls, there you go. Now you know where to go. The next boutiques that were mentioned, I haven't heard of them, so I'm going to have to check them out. But the one that this person mentioned was Piper and Scoo. Another person agreed with them as well, said it's a really cool boutique. So, okay, so we'll have to check them out as well. The next one is Ruli. Is that Role or Ruli? Hmm. I'm not sure, but I haven't heard of them either. But they also said that they spend a lot of their money on those boutiques, you guys. Another one that's one of my favorite Utah, I guess, businesses, Freshly Picked. I don't know if you've seen those cute little moccasins. She's also from Utah. Oh my gosh, what's her name? Susan. I can't remember her name. I think it's Susan. Ah, correct me if I'm wrong. 
But anyways, so one thing that I like, so tying it all with the business, I feel like a lot of Utahns have started their own business and have grown and made it into an empire, I guess you would say. And it's pretty common to see businesses starting out of here. So kudos to you guys that live here and that go after your dreams and actually make that dream a reality. So good job. I am okay with being known for that as well. Okay, so I have to laugh about this response because, oh, isn't it true? It is so true, you guys. And you need to learn, you all need to learn what a blinker is. Maybe I'm one of those people as well sometimes. I'm not going to lie. I have been one of those people that have gotten over without a blinker. But I feel like Utah and I-15, 215, I-80, all of those freeways. Oh, my goodness. Do you not know what a blinker is? Woo! Oh my gosh, like they kept telling me they're like horrible drivers. I gotten hit by someone that kind of crossed all through the four lanes on the freeway. And I'm like, what? That is insane to me. Oh my gosh, that freaks me out. But anyways, I have witnessed it firsthand. The drivers here, not the best. I'm not saying that I'm like the best driver ever. But I say that, don't you think that you and I need to be a little bit better and maybe use our blinkers, right, right? So that way other states don't call on it, call us out on it, right? <laughs> Get better. The next thing that I thought was really cool was that they talked about us having good family systems set up here, as in better health care insurance, some coverage for people with family and it being affordable. I thought that was interesting to me. I guess as someone that lives here, I sometimes feels, feel like my insurance really sucks and I have to pay a lot and for the higher premiums. But I can see that if you're from out of state, then me having a $1,500 deductible is not as bad as maybe someone that has to reach like a $5,000 to $10,000 deductible. So I mean, if that's you, I'm sorry, you have to go through that. I personally never really reached my deductible up until last year because of some back problems and all these hospital visits that I had to do. But before that, I just was like, eh, it's fine. I'm not going to reach it anyways. I'm not going to go to the doctors. But it is interesting to see people from other states saying that we have a good healthcare system. I mean, we're not as good as Canadian people, but hey, one of these days, right? I can only dream. I loved this person's response because it's so funny. And this person said that Utah reminds them of Mars. And I had to laugh a little because at first I immediately thought of the Red Rocks. So that to me, yes, you're right. We are definitely Mars. And then I thought about all the other places in Utah. And I'm like, wait, so maybe they've only been down south? They haven't been up to Salt Lake City yet in the more small towns because Red Rocks are really just St. George and all those areas down there, Cedar and Moab. But I thought that was really funny. <laughs> I guess we're known for Red Rocks, you guys, and that's awesome. And we look like Mars. Another big one that I kept getting from people, and this is very true as well, is that we are known for having tech jobs, such as having big companies like Adobe, and it looks like Facebook's going to be building here soon, Amazon warehouses. We do have lots of space for corporate locations, and if you go to the point of the mountain and go towards Lehigh, Provo, and all those places, 
that's when we get more into the techie jobs and techie locations. So yes, I agree with you on that one. We do have a lot of tech jobs. We are known for those. Okay, so <laughs> I have to laugh at this next one because it's kind of true. It's kind of funny. It's kind of true though. So they said that we are known for minivans in big family with the stick figures in the back of the minivans. And that is correct. You are right. We have lots of minivans here. We have a lot of families. And people here get married a little early. So they do have a lot of kids. That was one of the things that was said here. And I mean, I'm going to have to agree with you on that one. There, is, there are a lot of kids. Oh my goodness. My neighborhood. Woo! Lots. My kids are always happy that they have a lot of friends to play with. Speaking on the stick figure family. So I was actually driving to I think I was going to actually pick up my kids from school yeah so speaking of my kids from school and there was a van in front of me that from one end to the other it was full of the whole stick figure family and I don't know if they were doing that as a joke or if it was legit the size of their family but it had to have been like 15 you are correct that's you know you're not far off that is pretty true Okay, and then the next one that a lot of people talked about is our fresh fruit and a lot of good variety. And I might agree with this one, but not really because I feel like we could have better fruits. We could have more of a variety when it comes to our food. Don't get me wrong. I live in Salt Lake area, so there are lots of options for me personally to choose from. But I feel like when it comes to fresher and more natural things, sometimes it's hard. If you do go to fruit highs or farmer markets and things like that, you're obviously going to get the best fruits, the best veggies and things like that. But it's not a year-round thing, so you have to rely on your grocery stores. And I feel like sometimes we might not have the biggest mangoes and maybe not the biggest peaches. So during the summer, we actually have these cool little fruit stands around town and one of the companies that one of the farmers that are part of that I think their name is tags taggies correct me if I'm saying that wrong guys I'm sorry I can't remember but anyways the taggies the 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 farmers they have the best the biggest peaches I've ever seen delicious they have so many things they have strawberries they have just yummy things too and I remember that my sister and I think some other people that I know worked there a few summers and they would come back with like the most delicious fruits and veggies I can see that so yes we do have some fresh food and fruits and stuff to an extent if that makes sense I wish we had a little bit more variety when it came to restaurants maybe and being able to eat out not complaining though because I feel like Salt Lake area I mean even Provo area I to be honest with you I'm not up in Provo as much I usually stay around Salt Lake, downtown-ish area. You won't run out of stuff to do or food to eat, I guess, when you're down there. So, Along with Salt Lake City, another thing that one person said is that we are known for pollution and inversion and all that yucky, cloudy, nasty, gray stuff. And unfortunately, you are correct. <sighs> I wish there was something that we can do specifically in Salt Lake because it is so bad. I had asthma and I had bronchitis and I don't know if you can tell like if I talk for a little bit longer after being out so I've been outside I run out of breath faster and easier because of our air quality and it sucks but when I go out of town or when I go up a canyon completely fine 
Isn't that sad? So I wish there was something that we can do about the inversion. And there have been a lot of initiatives to hopefully have our government focus on that. Let's hope that there are some changes being made. I'm crossing my fingers, but yes, unfortunately, we are known for that. To close out part one of this episode, I thought I would give you one of my favorite things about Utah. I mean, I have a lot of favorite things, but this one is definitely one of my favorites, and it's Park City, and that's what people said that they identified Utah with, and they said that Sundance, going to Park City, and skiing in the mountains, that was one thing that made him really happy. You're not wrong. That makes me really happy. I love going up to Sundance. I love going down Main Street, Park City. I think it's so cute and so fun. The food there is amazing. One of my favorite restaurants to eat at is High West Distillery, and they have the best whiskey. My fiance loves it there. I love their fish. I think it's so fresh, so delicious. Everything that I've eaten there has been amazing. So yes, we are known for Park City, Sundance being pretty popular. All the celebrities come out here around, I think it starts around January, the 1st of January, and it goes all the way through February. And it is popping up there. Everyone is up there in Us locals, we try to go up there too because we want to enjoy some of the films and we want to be part of the festivities. So yes, we are known for Park City. I will end with this. Besides being known for polygamy and Mormons and all that stuff, I feel like there's so many cool things about Utah that a lot of people don't know. I was just kind of shocked about how clueless they are about certain things and how... We as a state are known by other states out there. I think I can prove you wrong and I think that we can do better. For next part two of this, I'm going to go over a few more of the responses and then maybe show you some of the things that I love about Utah and talk about how maybe those things could be what's known here in Utah. I hope you guys enjoyed this quick word on the street episode. I am really excited to be doing this every Wednesday for you guys. Come back next Wednesday because we're going to do part two of this episode. And for now, I will see you guys on Friday. Bye-bye.